Welcome, 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 welcome to another episode of the Tony Gallo Show. My name is, guess, guess what my name is, Tony Gallo, that's right. Um, I want to thank you so much for listening. This show is still going on. It's been a while since I've been here, though. It has been a while. I am not um, unaware of that. I am very aware that it's been a while for me. And honestly, it's because I've been moving and I'm in... um, I, I just moved in with my best friend slash work partner um, who will be with us here shortly um, and will be joining us on the show. So we'll get to talk to him and we'll get to have some laughter. We'll get to have some fun and everything like that. But I just wanted to come on here before he comes on and say uh, thank you for listening. I hope that um, I'm able to bring you a show filled with entertainment, um, a show filled with laughter. And you know what? I don't know. Um, what we're going to talk about because I really don't have an outline. I have like three bullet points I think that I'm going to hit and that's pretty much it. So um, whatever we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about it. So um, but, but thank you. So yeah, so just to give you a quick life update about me, I just moved in, like I said, and I'm still getting settled in. It's one of the, you know, it's kind of like, I think it's going to take a, a few months for me to get fully settled in and to like get everything organizers. Um I, I live upstairs in the house and my um, partner, my best friend and his fiance stay downstairs. But I pretty much the upstairs I've made it. I've made it a mess because it's all my stuff. It's unorganized. It's a mess because I've made it a mess. And we'll talk to him and see how he feels about the mess that I've created up here. Um, but we are back. And I'm like I said, my hope is that you can have some sort of laughter during the show. I don't know. Maybe you're stuck in traffic or something. And um, you just need some time, you know, to relax. And you, you need the time to kind of fly by, right? We, I, I, I'll be honest with you. I don't like traffic. I don't like traffic whatsoever. But guess what? You will reach your destination. I am here to tell you that much. So uh, when we come back, Sahaj will be joining us. That's his name. Sahaj Shah will be joining us. And his fiance may even come on. So... Um, we'll be right back with more again thank you for listening and I hope you can share the show on your social medias and everything if it's in your heart go ahead and do it and then give us a 5 star rating too on Apple because I don't know some haters give us 1 star I don't know why whatever but you go ahead and, and you turn that 1 star into 5 stars I appreciate everything you do we'll be right back Here's Tony with your feel-good story of the day. All right, so this is nine-year-old. His name is Ben Miller. He went to a humane society, the Idaho Humane Society, with his grandmother in 2019. And he noticed that some of the cats didn't have any toys. So you know what he did? He started fundraising. He's collected a whopping 
1,100, I'm sorry, $1,950 total since 2019. In just one weekend, he collected $1,150 to for the animal shelter. So, so far, his mother said he created a, uh, an event on Facebook and a lot of people showed up and some people even sent their money in without even knowing who this kid was. I mean, what a big heart and what a very nice thing to do for the animals. That's Ben Miller from Boise, Idaho, helping out the kittens out there and getting them some new toys. That's awesome. His mom says that she loves it, but she's always she says that the kid has always had a, a very big heart. I think we all do, right? So... Look for that good in you. Do something good for someone today. That is your feel-good story of the day. A podcast unlike any other. You're listening to The Tony Gallo Show. All right, we're back with uh, Sahaj... Shaw, I would say you're one of my best friends, and uh, that's what I said. But like on the list, honestly, um, it's probably you number one. Like if I had to, if if I had to, if I was getting married tomorrow, and I had to do a best man speech, you'd probably be number one. And then Tanya and Brian are right there, right next to you. So, um, but who are who? Like who are you? <laughs> <laughs> Tell the people who you are. You want me to introduce myself? Tell the audience of millions of people that listen to the Tony Gallo show who you are while I finish ordering my sushi over here. <laughs> you still didn't tell me how much you're paying for that. But so we'll get into that later. I told Sahaj that he's my financial advisor and my fitness advisor. Um, So he watches that. Because I, I recklessly spend money. But I love it. I want some sushi. I've been wanting sushi for the longest time. Well, I think you should go pick it up instead of get it delivered. Yeah, it's Sunday. But that's just me. It's Sunday. Do we drive on Sundays? No. It's the Lord's Day. We can't work that much. Just kidding. (laughs) I guess, but I drove your truck today. You did? How was it? I loved it. You drove the TRX today? Did you like it? I drove the Rebel today. (laughs) It's not the TRX, but it's a close second. So Sahaj and I have it. It bothers you when I compare my Rebel to a TRX. Is there a reason that it bothers you so much? Yes, because a Rebel is an everyday truck, and I see it yeah. everywhere I go. It's more exclusive. A TRX, on the other hand, is one of those luxury $90,000, $100,000 trucks that you just don't see that often. Right. And I I believe in keeping the exclusivity of that truck. You don't like me saying that I have an exclusive truck when I don't have an exclusive truck, basically. Right. Now, if you had a TRX, oh, I mean, for sure, 100%. And I would would definitely respect that a little more if you you had a TRX and then you were saying you had a TRX. But if you have a Rebel and you say a TRX, you know, you got to... You got to go one up to get that TRX. I like it. And I like that you challenge me a lot because you do challenge me a lot. And that's why I wanted to have you on the show. Well, um, let me introduce myself because yeah, go ahead. we totally skipped over that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead. I'm just finishing my checkout, so. I There really is no introduction. I'm just another police officer. 
from uh that's what you do for a living that's what i do for a living but and who are you as a person do you want to have a counseling i think i'm tony's partner and we ride together like my work partner not yeah. my life partner right he's not yeah. privileged enough for that oh I, I mean say it I, I, say what you would normally would say just because you have a mic don't don't hold back you know normally i start getting these disses yeah just go. Co- these that's okay that's what the people so want to hear yes yeah, and it. um yeah so anyway <laughs> going back to my introduction so I i'm said tony's work partner. he's not privileged enough react <laughs> i, I <laughs> think that uh it's far from a privilege but anyway <laughs> but uh you just don't know it yet. You don't know it yet, folks. Don't know it yet, but I love it. Go ahead. But, yeah, so I'm Tony's work partner at work. How old are you? I'm 28 years old. Where are you from? I'm from Illinois, originally. What, where in that Illinois? All over Illinois. Where the, You were born all over Illinois. Suburbs. Where were you born? I was born in Park Ridge, Illinois, but I lived... Park Ridge. I was born in Park Ridge, <laughs> Illinois. Get out of here, but I, But I lived when all I over Illinois. When I met this guy, he's like, I'm from Chicago. I'm from Chicago, man. I'm hood. Like, okay. I do identify a I little born bit from Chicago. It's like, it's like being from like Frisco, if you're in Texas, and say, claiming Dallas, like, I'm from Dallas, you know? Like, nah, you're from Frisco. In their defense, though, Dallas Frisco. is a bigger metropolitan. No one knows what Frisco fair is. Enough, fair enough, fair enough. Everybody fair knows enough. what Dallas Shout is. Shout out to my Frisco people. I love Fris- I love the suburbs, don't get me wrong. But the thing that you try to portray sometimes is that you're from, like, Chicago, and you try to, like, act a little hood and stuff, which is North kinda, side. Which is cool. North side. Which is cool. Like, but you ain't, how hood are you, you know? That's a question. I only lived in On Chicago for four and a half years. One so. to hood, hood. How hood are you? Probably a three. Yeah. Do you think I'm more hood than you are? You have more experience <laughs> in the hood. I wouldn't say you're hood. I think we've had this conversation. I think you're. I think you're like that preppy, preppy guy in school who is far from hood, but is from the hood. You're. That so makes sense. You're the. So I'm the guy that was like. I'm from the hood, but I was like, I'm from Park Ridge. Does that make sense? I'm like the opposite of you. I guess. I don't claim the hood, but. No, you claim the hood. I love the hood. I love the hood. The hood teaches you a lot of life experiences. I bet it it does. does. Anyway. I bet it does. I bet it teaches you a lot of easy do's and don'ts. Yeah. And different different paths that you want to go down. And you had all these other alternate routes that probably came your way in. A lot. I was. I thought I was a crip in um, when I was a kid. Well, your mic is red, so I thought you're blood. But okay. I love the color red, though. I love red and blue. So what does that make me? In America. No, I like that. Yeah, that, that's right. Um, are you? But you like sports. This Big Cubs fan. Interest, yeah. Biggest Cubs fan. The biggest loser. Been fan since I was since the second grade. <laughs> what got you into baseball? Did you like just watching the men? Huh? I just, just recreationally playing it. Oh, okay. Then got into the Cubs. My brother was a White Sox fan, so I'm always the opposite from what he likes. You, yeah, you kind of are like that. Interestingly enough, yeah, we don't. We're. Uh, so you only did it because your brother was a White Sox fan, and you're like just trying to be anti. Your brother. Well, it's part of it, but I think I think I I was big into one of my favorite players was Derek Lee and had his jersey from the Cubs. Had his jersey since I was in the second grade. Okay. And he was my favorite Cubs player at the time. Derek Lee is his name. Where is retired he now? Retired since. Is he retired? Long time retired. 
Okay. But yeah, and then is he in the Hall of Fame or something? Is he? No, he. I don't think he's. I think I don't think he's that great. But he was great enough for. I mean, he Chicago was great. Yeah, he was great enough to be a baseball player for us Chicagoans. He was a big deal. Yeah. Him and that whole team. Yeah. We never won, but it was fun. How old is he right now? He's probably in his fifties or sixties. Oh, okay, okay, never mind. But anyway, check out his picture. He's. Uh, I was gonna go check him out. Yeah, I mean he's pretty old. But a uh, big Bulls fan. I so I I have a I have a big history with the Bulls, and I I was a big Bulls fan. I actually was a massive Bulls fan when we had Derrick Rose, uh, Ben Gordon, Lou Alting, Kirk Heinrich, that lineup. Michael Jordan. After that, after they traded away their core, I fell off the Bulls, and then I fell off even more after the the recent NBA uh, political affiliations that they like to go by but then i'm back in it now let's talk I'm about that a it. little bit oh the, let's dive into it i love it so what political stuff did did you not like about the nba what happened there i just i i don't believe in a lot of their political stances and i started seeing i started seeing it on the court so when you watch the game it's right there on the court what exactly? Let's not beat around the bush here. What was the political stance? Well, Black Lives Matter right. was for one. And why did you why do you disagree with the organization? I, I I'm I'm not a fan of the uh, Marxist organization. Uh, the the literal definition, I'm a fan. It makes sense. Black lives do matter, but <coughs> you know, digging, <coughs> digging digging deeper, we know. If you do some research, you know what that organization is about. All about Marxist, Marxist type of work, and it's as a law enforcement officer, it's. Wait, it's is Marxism, communism? Is it just tied back to? Because I, I, I forget. I learned about it and then I forget. Yeah, you know? I, I learned about it too, but I, I, it's a Marxist organization, but that means they're against democracy. So I'll tell you why I don't like, and we're both in law enforcement, obviously, and we had um, the riots happen. Um, Black Lives Matter. It, it, the riots have the Black Lives Matter organization. That's when you think riots. That's like it's tied with Black Lives Matter organization. But there's other organizations there. You know, to be, to be fair, right. um, I think Antifa was a part of it. Uh, from the intel that we receive, Antifa was a part of it. Um, <clears throat> but one thing I disagree with with Black Lives Matter, and like you said, y- Black Lives do matter. So people matter. At the end of the human beings matter for me, okay? Uh, I'll get off my soapbox. But um, they uh, went to the organization, and they wanted to defund police and take police out of communities that really need police, communities that I grew up in. And I can guarantee you, um, because we, it, for a second, temporarily, we did take police out of those communities when we were going down to the riots, Remember? Like when all of us, all the resources in the in, in police were being needed in downtown Dallas, there's no one to answer the cause. Right. And we saw what happened. There's a major accident with a fatality and there's a shooting going on and people are wondering where the police is. And that's exactly what would happen if we get police out of communities. So I don't agree with their idea of getting police out of the communities and therefore I disagree with the um, organization um, but I, I also do believe that historically I mean we look 50 60 70 years ago that no one can say that racism in the United States did not exist slavery was a terrible terrible thing um, so I you know that's not absent we're not absent-minded to that either 
It still exists today. There's some forms of racism. Race, that do oh, one hundred percent. And there's not. stereotype. There's prejudice. There's injustices. My saying right now is that sometimes we as humans, though, if we just look at ourselves, we create our own injustices. And um, you know, I I don't know what the solution is. I'll be honest. I don't. I don't have the solution. No one does. I don't think. Um, all we can do is continue to love each other. That's what I say. I do preach a big message of love. Continue to love each other because who gives who gives a crap what race your neighbor is or um, you know what? Just love each other. We're all human beings. We're all we all come from the same God is my belief, and, and because of that, we should all love each other. Um, but there was a point in history where that wasn't that love wasn't being shown, and you know. No, I agree wholeheartedly. Well, the NBA. I, I didn't like seeing that message every time I turned the TV on. Uh, it was on all the players' um, jerseys, actually. They mm-hmm. had they had names of, like, for example, someone, I think one team had the name of, like, Breonna Taylor. Like, all the players had the name of Breonna Taylor from that um, that little that raid that went, um, that went south. And then not to mention... Uh, there were players making very ignorant statements, and the one that comes to mind is LeBron James. And L. Then, James. And then, um, yeah, big L. James, big loser LeBron James. But anyway, uh, he's not a loser. He's a great one of the greatest basketball players. Let's let's face it, he's a successful I mean, guy. He's making more money yeah. than we are. So anyway, I remember like I think John Moran. But LeBron James, my partner Sahad Shah would like to have a word with you if you want to come on the podcast. Right, he's. Uh, uh, the amount of ignorance that man that man has that man is amazing on the court, but my God, is he full of ignorance off the court? But that's another topic that I didn't like seeing that, which is why I well, pushed myself away from the NBA. But now I've accepted that I'm watching the NBA for the love of basketball and not for their affiliation. And it seems like they're moving away from the and I, and I do think that corporations and organizations jumped on board with this issue one because COVID and they hadn't, and they knew that people were at home just sitting around doing nothing. But I feel, I do feel like a lot of organizations jump on issues. They don't even know, they know nothing about probably just for, to keep their profits going. Right. NBA probably wanted to appeal to the people and didn't really know what was going on or didn't know what the issue was. Yep. And I think their viewership um, declined a lot. I think the NBA's viewership, declined a lot and i think they realized maybe it's in our best interest of to to move away from these political affiliations and just focus on basketball for a love of the game of basketball and i'm back in it we're gonna spin this positive sports is a great i was thinking about it well is sports a good thing or a bad thing well sports are a good thing because it brings people together we come together we don't know each other and it brings people together and i think that's why sports are very successful because they bring people together people of all races and color and stuff like that and i would say if something's controversial and i was in the head of the nba or mlb or fifa or i don't know why fifa can to my mind fifa fifa or nfl that's what i was at, i would not bring anything controversial that's going to divide people into my organization because i i i have the organization for the love of sports and for the love of unity. I want to bring people together. I don't care where you stand politically. I want to bring you together is how I would see it as a head or organizer. And I think that's what sports do. It brings people together. Yeah. We all want sports to escape too. It's an yeah. escape from reality. 
So no yeah. doubt it uh, brings all of us together because and it's we're focusing on something that all of us are rooting and for. And we're like friendly, competitive with each other. Some people take it to the next level and start beating each other up. But most of us stay pretty friendly with each other and it's competitive and it's fun. So it's not a bad thing. And um, I, But in a sense, I agree with you in keeping political statements out of something that is supposed to unite us, sports. Yeah, it's pretty, it causes division, but... Anyways, so I love basketball. And now you're, yeah. And go Mavericks, by the way. The Mavericks are playing in the playoffs, right? I don't know a whole lot about sports. I'm not going to sit here and act like a. a they have a chance <laughs> of making it to the second round. And meanwhile, my Bulls get destroyed. Yeah. Well. Game after game. I don't know what's going on. They're down three to one now. Elimination next game. So. But the Mavericks, on the other hand, are Let's killing see. it. NBA <laughs> Sunday playoffs. The Heat and the Hawks play today. What time uh, is that game? Miami, I think it's over with. Yeah, it's over with. Miami leads the series two to one. Uh, the Bulls, yeah, lost today. Jesus. Um, and then the Mavericks play tomorrow. Dallas Mavericks play tomorrow versus Jazz. That was a good. I the the thing I can't ever wa- I can't ever find these games. Uh, tomorrow is on TNT, so I think I'll be able to watch that game tomorrow. So. Yeah, you should be able to watch it tomorrow. That's a good thing. You're also getting married, which is something that a lot of people go through. How's, um, are you, you're not doing any planning. That's your <laughs> Yeah, it, getting married on June 11th. And no, I'm not doing <laughs> much of the planning. It's all her. So I'm just, I'm just here. And I'm, how do you feel? How do you, she does. so far, on a, uh, give yourself a grade on how well you have done in planning for the wedding? I think I've been absent most of the time. So what do you give yourself? Out of a, a, a grade letter, like they graded you in school. Jeez, I didn't give myself like a D plus because <laughs> because I'm just now getting into getting my own uh, tux and suit and all that. I've yet to start doing any rehearsals. Um, Dance practice. Probably should start doing that maybe today. <laughs> but yeah, she's been going through hell with it. My fiance, so she's been planning. Well, at it. least you recognize that. So he's gonna think, you know, when you're in school and you're like, "Oh, I've got a deep plus in this class. I need to do everything to bring it up." Right. So as yeah. you recognize it, so I'm gonna have to step it up a little bit, but mm-hmm. we'll get there. June. 11? It's actually only like less than a couple months away. So. I know it's coming so fast, and I'm trying to. Um, I was like, I want to get in better shape before the wedding and i'm getting there too you know slowly but surely same is sushi healthy by the way uh no no it's not why i don't think it's very macro friendly i think sushi has a lot of fat in there does it really yes and i'm and i'm but it's just rice and what is it rice and like well seafood and stuff right right i'm not sure if it's the rice or the rice paper or whatever they use Mm -hmm. or if it's uh the in like this the meat inside of the sushi or whatever but as far as as far as I know, sushi was never like that macro friendly type of food. Okay. You ate it to just enjoy it, you know what I mean? Like you didn't really enjoy it thinking like this was a healthy choice. Uh, did you have some stories that you, you wanted to talk about? Well, I, I mean I'm gonna have the sushi. Um I've been craving sushi, so everything in moderation. As long as I cut the chips and the ice cream, bro. You know? Right. That's what I'm trying to cut. Oh, I do. I do. Uh, I am a YouTuber and a uh, oh yeah YouTuber wannabe vlogger Lift slash so car much. enthusiast. Yeah, so What's my you? YouTube handle is Shaw Rides, and that's basically like an automotive 
automotive channel. And I plan on making videos on every car that I buy in the future. So right now I'm working on my Tesla videos because I have a Tesla. From the guy. Never mind. I'm not going to go there. Yeah, you can Where say it. I never wanted an EV car. No. Never. You got You like. Talked a lot of dirt about them too. And now I'm obsessed. Mm-hmm. I hate it. I hate. I would hate going to the gas pump now. <laughs> right. <laughs> but to be honest with you, I'm. I'm happy with my Tesla. Big three things going on in your life right now. Wedding. Wedding. Work. Work. And what's what's up with work? It's just there. So it like takes the majority of my that is week true. and it day up. So yeah. it's, it's always there. We, I would say wedding and work. Wedding and work. Double double use is what we call it. Double the the headline is double W's. W squared. W squared. The W's the Cubs can't get. Oh, double W's except the one for the Cubs. Yeah, because they're too busy taking L's. <laughs> but anyways, anyways, how do I get started on the Cubs? Um, I <laughs> big headlines for me: dating, moving. Getting settled in. That's been. I. I mean, I've got a mess up here. I'm sorry. How do you feel about the mess I've created? I'm trying Honestly, to. Honestly, pretty clean. Up I'm here. trying to clear the clutter slowly but surely. It just takes time. Does the it audience know they moved in with me? Yeah, I told. I. 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 Uh, did a quick intro. Oh, okay. And I prefaced that. I gave them a okay. preview of that. Yeah. Well, it's actually really clean up here. So. I mean. I'm doing my best to like declutter and get all my stuff organized and stuff. Oh yeah, I got that uh, back to blue flag artwork thing put up do you like it yeah it looks nice it does um i guess it's dating moving and fit fitness trying to get back on track with that how's the dating going dating is going good um i so i i don't want to say his name because i don't want to for respect yeah, yeah don't yeah don't say names no, I won't say names. I just use uh, a first letter G. Big Daddy G. Big what? Well, <laughs> just say G. I because I I'm new to dating, right? So I don't know what dating is like. So I'm 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 an honest guy, and I send him. I, I try to be honest, at least you know this. And I sent him a message last night. And I said I don't know anything about dating. The only reference I have for dating is The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. That's that's all I know. Is that you date 30 men or 30 women, and then you choose the top three, you sleep with top three, and then the last one you propose to. And I told them, that's basically how I think I'm, that's my, that's my blueprint. That's the only blueprint I have right now. And for me, of course, it's not going to be a proposal at the end. It's just going to be an exclusive relationship at the end. So that's how I'm taking it. I don't know. What did he say to that? I mean, I could read you the message. (laughs) He said, he said, life is not like that show at all. But yeah, I mean, when using dating apps, it's not uncommon to talk to a bunch of different people. That's generally what happens. Personally, he doesn't want to rush things. It's kind of go with the flow and stuff like that. So, Because I, I just wasn't sure. I was like, okay, should because I, I like G, right? Top contender, I would say G. Top contender in my, I call it the gatchelor, the gay bachelor. Mm-hmm. Top contender is G. 
but should I focus on my time? I don't want to, f- I don't feel like I should. And then, you know, things like that. No, fair enough. I think that this, I think, I think dating is something where you shouldn't complicate it. And yeah. if you outline it like a show, it could get complicated. Well, I, my life is all about entertainment. I, I think. And I, I wish I could put it on TikTok. <laughs> I think, yeah, I don't think you'd be cool with that. But, well, that, well, that's not bad. Seems like that's going, seems like you're going with the flow. Yeah, I think we're going with the flow. We'll probably FaceTime later on tonight. And um, actually, I did ask if he wanted to FaceTime. Uh, so what do you guys talk about on your FaceTime? Just random stuff. Like right now, I said, um, we just you know, I was doing laundry, and I said, God will send me that housekeeper very soon. So I'm enjoying the laundry while it lasts. I need a housekeeper eventually. What did he say? It sounds like you just need to work on getting that housekeeper instead of waiting on God to deliver that. Well, that's the understand the misunderstanding. God will send it to me, but I need to put in the work, right, in order to get the housekeeper. I'm not saying I'm going to sit here and I'm going to wait for the housekeeper to show up. I got to go in and put in the work, whether it's go to law school, uh, make this podcast explode, however I need to get the money, but I know the housekeeper is coming. Right. You got to put in the work. Yeah. People just misunderstand me sometimes, and that's okay. Yeah, I feel like it's getting a little heated. It could be pretty common. Misunderstanding you and then understanding you and then. Well, it, you know, the brain is a, is a thing and sometimes you change your mind and um, there's a word that I use, fickle, you know. Mm-hmm. You're kind of very fickle. Mm-hmm. Um, very. There's another word that I use is pussyfooting around. I mm-hmm. quit pussyfooting around and just say it, you know. Pussy I like the foot. first half of that word. But anyway, first half of that word is. All right, let's not go there. This is a family-friendly show. Okay. Well, sorry. N- Forgive me. But anyway, let's go no, back to dating. Not, I mean, let's go. Let's go back to dating, though. Yeah. I want to go back into dating. So, so who are the other contestants? Well, yeah, that's I don't a good need question. names. I'm just. That's a good question. I. <laughs> I'm not gonna give you names. What qualities are you looking for in these? Okay, that's a good question right there. <laughs> um. The qualities I'm looking for, this guy here said he's not a catfish. Doesn't doesn't use Instagram or um or um Snapchat. But seems like a nice guy. Yeah. And it, this is the qualities I'm looking for. I think one, you have to um have some sort of faith cuz faith has become very important to me recently, you know. And have some sort of faith. I don't care if you believe in the Oompa Loompas, you know. Just believe that something greater is out there than you. Um, if you don't, be- you don't have to believe in the same religion I believe in and the same things I believe in. I don't think anyone should be forced to believe in what I believe in. Um, but have some sort of faith in, in something, I would say. I, I, don't, I don't even know how to define that. Number two, love yourself. Love thyself. Truly, genuinely love yourself and who you are as a person. Um, because I feel like if you love yourself, you hit a lot of the other things, the subsets that I'm looking for. Third is love other people. Be capable of loving other people and accepting yourself, accepting them as they are. You know, not letting it ruin who you are or anything like that. Okay. I think that's in the last in the month of dating that I have been dating, and I've never dated like this before. That's what I've realized, and that's what I'm looking for. Okay, fair enough. 
have you seen those qualities in people? Yeah. I think G is a, I think that G has those qualities. Um, on the faith, he's not as, a f- like, uh, I would say religious, religion, like, uh, he's not as much as I am. Um, so, you know, but I, I think he, he's a good person. So it's within him. And I, that's, that's not a deal breaker for me, you know? And I think he's a good person. If, and if we get into a relationship, as long as he has faith in the relationship, I think he has some sort of faith because I get my, I, what I bring to a relationship is faith from God. So if he believes in a relationship, I believe in God. He's like, you know, you start connecting it. He's like, he's a second degree believer. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. You know, it, it would be a deal breaker if it was a deal breaker for him. And then we wouldn't be talking, but he's, he's okay with me having my faith, you know, and that's all I can respect. So I guess the quality number one is res- either have faith or respect to be able to respect and, you know, my faith that I do have. When do you see the relationship taking the next step? Sex? I don't know. Is that the next step? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> what do you, so when? And it's been a dry season for me. Could be a good thing. It's a, yeah, because I was reckless and careless before. Um, so I don't, I don't know when I, I don't have a timeline for that. So much uncertainty in that, you know, No rush. there's no rush. So, uh, we kind of have talked about it, but not really, maybe we'll get into it later on tonight. FaceTime say, just kidding. <laughs> we don't want to go into that. So we're going to move on to the next topic. So by the way, I do have a faith based podcast. It's called God's gay son. You can look it up and go listen to that. And that's more faith based and more spiritual and stuff like that the spiritual side of me and i'm not perfect i don't claim to be perfect dude i I did have a very good episode title for you on that show next god and grinder god and grinder and i talked about grinder today too oh okay yeah okay so i'm providing you with some value (laughs) okay so let's move on to the next so let me ask you this what's going on with with law school don't worry about it where's the Law the law, school books. The at. books is in my uh <laughs> one of my uh boxes in there in your media theater room. So what's going on with it? How's prep going? Sometimes this is this is why and correct me if I'm wrong. Sometimes I just feel like you ask me this question because I am going to be very successful if I become a lawyer. I'm gonna be successful regardless of what I do. Yeah, you're gonna retire me. Exactly, and that's why you ask because of the benefits that you're gonna get as a best friend, right? And it's gonna be like, well, when how how long is it gonna take it? Because I, I kind of want my benefits, you know. I want to be retired already. Well, I'm also an accountability partner, and I'm yeah in fitness. You, I'm asking you as far as careers, I don't need your career advice. Fitness and finances. <laughs> fitness and finances, right? But I also feel so like it's when I ask you is is it good for me to eat sushi? And you say, probably not. Then I listen to that and I still eat the sushi. But then I say, well, maybe he's right. How much money did I spend? About $30 on DoorDash. <laughs> yeah, I have to itch. That's <laughs> but anyway. Do you ever like itch your balls? <laughs> this man talk right here. And like your skin starts ripping because you're itching so much? No, I just, I, my boxers are misplaced. Oh. Yeah, so it's kind of weird. I kind of feel uncomfortable. My skin doesn't rip there, so I don't know. 
Oh, uh, uh, sorry. Uh, maybe I'm just not normal, I guess. <laughs> they call get it, like, that treated. chafing or something, right? Chafing? Oh, chafing. right, right, right. Chafing. Right. Yeah, mm. I think everybody chafes, but... My skin no, my balls are perfectly fine, my, my is what you're saying. My skin doesn't rip down there. <laughs> I think you got issues. Like, it gets so... Like, you're scratching so much. You know when you scratch something so much, and... Is that the door... Is that the sushi? No, it's just a ring camera. Oh, maybe it is, actually. Check. Oh, yeah, that's the dog. There's the doggy. That means the sushi's here. So we got to wrap this up real quick. That is a sushi. He just dropped it off. He's walking back to his car. Thank you, Mr. Dasher. Thank you, sir. <laughs> but anyways, so you got to eat, right? Right now? Your sushi came in. Oh, yeah, but sushi doesn't get cold because it's already cold. Okay. So, going back to law school. Oh, yeah, here it is. It's like, when are you going to have a lot of money so you can get all these things and, like, you know, retire? That's how I hear it. That's how I hear it. And I feel like that's how you know you ask it. I know you so well. It's And that's why I say don't worry about it. It's not necessarily true. But, but I mean, hey, I think you'd be a great lawyer because you'd be a great arguer and you argue all the time. We argue all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so what? So what are we thinking? What is I, the LSAT? I wanted to take the LSAT this uh, winter, but I don't oh, think. Okay. No, like this past winter, so I'm a little behind schedule. But on the book, I'm about halfway through the LSAT study book. It's it's a good read. It's difficult, bro. It's difficult. I bet it is. But um, and maybe that's the way I need to go. But also, maybe you just need to share this podcast so that we can get some money off of this. Mm-hmm. What about uh? So he beat me in the senior corporal exam. At oh work. yeah, yeah. We didn't promotional study. exams. We yeah, we didn't study that much. No, I actually may have studied a little more than him. You studied a little harder. I, I mean, I'm not trying to like stupid book. Yeah, but you still end up Humble scoring brag. better than me. Humble brag. I did score a little better than you. I went in there and said, you know what? If it's easy, it'll come to me. If it's not so easy, it won't come to me. But if I stay in law enforcement, I think I've shared this with you. I'm going all the way to the top. I'm going all the way to command staff. So that's what I'm going to do if I stay in law enforcement. If I leave law enforcement, um, I'll be a lawyer. If I stay in law enforcement, I'll tell you what I do, what my plans are. Now, they may change because I do believe in God, and he may have different plans for me, right? But I feel in my heart that I would go all the way to command staff. I would say, all right, cool. I did my job here. I want to write a book in law enforcement, a mental health book. Um, And then I would um, leave law enforcement, go run for political office, probably here in Dallas, mayor or something, and then go from there. I think it'd be good. I think that'd work out. Begin I think you could trans- It'd be a good transitional path. Yeah, it'd be a good. It's almost like you kind of see everything in the streets, and then do the leadership in law enforcement, and then transition over to political leadership. So makes me wonder if any of our higher ups have the same vision. They might be. I'm curious to see what they. They might. They won't share. I'll share. I'll share my ambitions with you. I don't care. I'll say like if I want to be, if I'm going to be a politician, I'll be a politician. We'll see. I don't know. I also want to be a businessman. I want to have a law firm and have associates. So, you know, maybe that's where I'm happy. I don't know. I'm only 28. Seven. Yeah, I think I think for me, I just want to promote and then just go from there. I don't really have a plan. 
I it's not for me it's not necessarily a plan their goals and ambitions you know yeah it's what I feel in my heart I that just want to make the extra ten thousand dollars yeah you just care about money a lot don't you <laughs> I put that money to great use but uh yeah I mean I don't really have I any see you in real estate and I've always said that and maybe we got we ought to go meet with my old real estate boss Clay Stapp. I would see myself in real estate as well. Because I could see you. But I I'm more. Like you love you love you like you on your free time. You go and search for houses, don't you? Like look at houses. Yeah, I would buy up all these properties if I could. I think I think internally, I'd love to be a real estate developer, yeah, investor. But you know, that's. I'm trying to wrap it up here because the uh, battery on the thingy on the recorder may die and the sushi's here. Okay, well, it's my first episode and this was fun. Well, thanks for coming on, bro. And uh, we live together now, so hopefully you come on a lot more. Um, give me a second. We'll do like a proper conclusion of the show. We'll be right back. on Instagram and Twitter because remember sharing is caring at Tony Gallo show the Tony Gallo show all right so what's your um Instagram username so you can go get like 10,000 followers in one night because you're on the show just kidding yeah, you know what? My Instagram username for my, I guess my YouTube automotive is Shaw Rides. And then. Shaw Rides what? It's just Shaw Rides. Oh, okay. S H A H R I D E S. S H. Oh, I'm sorry. Shaw. S H A H R I D E S. And that is also the name of my YouTube channel. <laughs> okay. That's my name on my YouTube channel as well. So. <laughs> it's all humor, guys. It's, it's all, all humor. humor. I'm imperfect, okay? Don't judge me. So, yeah, follow me on there. Shaw Rides. I don't upload that much, but when I do, I do. Okay, and my username is at T-Gallo, G-A-L-O, 395. I want to work so hard to the... There's a quote that says something like, I'm going to screw it up. Work hard to the point where you don't have to intro- no longer have to introduce yourself. Oh, sounds like a good one. I love it. Do you have any favorite quotes? You know what? I did. I actually heard it on my podcast I listened to, Mind Pump. I highly recommend that podcast. But let me, I mean, I'm going to have to look this quote up. But it says, but they said something to the effect of it's, it basically was about your friends and the value of your friends having. So basically, long story short, the quote was, you are your financial your financial outcome is the average of your seven friends oh i think i've heard of that that's actually and i think that's a really good quote and i think that's true because you know you got it you want you want to keep leveling up but not just in money but in life mine is if you one that always comes to my heart is if you fail to plan then you plan to fail oh yeah you've been saying that for you I love months, that one. Months and months. And sometimes your plans don't work out. Like today I had a plan that I was going to get some stuff done. Sometimes it doesn't work out, but that's okay. Just plan what you want to do so that you have that plan, you know? 
Um, and whatever works out, it works out. Sometimes your plans don't work out for other reasons, but you know, that's that. Um, so I was, I came into this and I had some stories, uh, and some stuff that I just wrote down that I want to talk about. But, um, one of the things that I want, <laughs> I have an outline on my phone where I keep, um, things, ideas that I want to talk about on the podcast and you know how you told me you haven't tried Gerber. You don't remember how it tastes or whatever. Gerber food. Yeah, I meant to put that on my grocery list, but I put it on the outline for the show. Anyway, this is a story you sent me, and I found kind of humorous. Passenger accused of masturbating four times on Southwest flight. <laughs> a Southwest Airlines flight from Seattle to Phoenix turned into a touchy situation after one of the passengers reportedly pulled down his pants and masturbated at least four times in front of a female passenger during the three-hour flight. What in the world would you do in that situation? There's a nude man jerking off right in front of your face. Like, what do you do? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, I'm, I'd be speechless, but I think that... I'm just glad these things never happen when I'm flying because... I couldn't imagine what I would do aside from laugh. I mean, I just think it's so funny, but I think it's so inappropriate to say. I mean, that. as he's pulling his pants down, what do you even say? I, <laughs> I think, I mean, I uh, think, like, this is not the time, place, or <laughs> yeah, or or you just look at him and confront him. What the hell are you doing? What in the world? That's just, yeah, that is extremely awkward. The woman seated next to McGarity reacted by taking pictures of him engaging in the act <laughs> after he fell asleep. this He fell asleep, so that probably tells me he probably had a little too much to drink, you know? You're right. Uh, the female passenger told a crew member about her experience and was allowed to move to another seat. Woman later told Phoenix police officer she saw the man masturbate four times using both hands. She also suspected he reached orgasm at least once since she saw him licking in a white substance from his fingers. He's what? He he licked his cum from his fingers? This guy was jerking off in an airplane four times. And then at one point, he put his fingers in his mouth to taste his cum. What in the world? McGarity allegedly admitted. Ad- allegedly admitting masturbating to orgasm to FBI agents and said he asked a woman who reported reported it if she minded doing it. He said the woman simply put her hands in the air and said, it really doesn't matter what in the world. I, poor woman was probably so weirded out. She didn't know what to say. She probably didn't even hear the guy say, hey, do you want me to, can I, is it okay with you? Like, how do you even say that? Hey, is it okay with you if I masturbate? And she's probably like, I don't, I, you know, when you someone asks you a question and you really didn't hear the question, but because you're just kind of like, whatever, I don't care, you know, and you're like, I don't oh, know sure. what you did. Yeah, sure, whatever, it really doesn't matter. She probably had like, do you have a master gate? Like, do it. Yeah, it really doesn't matter. What? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think that's hilarious. I think that's. Do you I think like it's traumatizing? Maybe she you. said. Maybe she thought he heard him say, "Do you do you like master gates? Gates? I don't know." And well, she's like, I think he was arrested, so that's good news. Godly, man. What you a never crazy... know the type of people you fly with. Southwest said it was placed it placed McGarity on a no fly list, which means he's banned from traveling on the airline for life. So if I fly Southwest, we flew Southwest to your bachelor party. Um so I'm glad McGarity, the guy who masturbates, um 
He's not gonna be jizzing on my face on the airline. Thank God. Not anytime soon, at least. No. Maybe. Poor woman, though. On Spirit or something. I'm just kidding. AA. Shout out to Spirit Airlines. I love Spirit. But I wouldn't fly Spirit anymore. I did it once. I had a bad experience. And maybe you know what? Maybe that's just a very um, close-minded thing of me to say. And maybe I should give it another shot. Maybe I will one day. Maybe you should. I just love Southwest because of the convenience of it. It just, it's so easy. It's an easy airport. It's a small airport in Dallas. and I don't like flying out of DFW airport. That's for sure. That's, yeah. that's just kind of, that's, that's tedious. You and I pay to get into the airport. Who does that? Yeah. You don't like paying, do you? Why are you trying to assault me right now? We're in the middle of a show. <laughs> but what else did you have to, f- what else did you find? That's it. And I mean, there's a lot of stories out there, but I think we should be wrapping it up. So. We we should wrap it up. Let me wrap yeah. it. And I think I think that's just one of many stories I've come out on airlines before. <laughs> People <laughs> doing sus things. <laughs> Crazy things have happened in the airlines. In the air. In the air. Um, after this whole COVID thing and people are just... Just trying to let Or maybe loose. we just hear more about it now. But I know in my heart that most people are good people. And most most people don't are do not serial masturbators on the airplanes. And rest assured with that, if you're flying, some, I'm flying tomorrow to Chicago. Not tomorrow, Tuesday. I'm I'm not afraid that someone's gonna masturbate. But if it happens, I'll be better prepared after hearing about the story. You'll know how to react. Thanks to Hodge for coming. We'll see you uh, hopefully next week, or maybe we can do one one a week or something. No problemo. All right, and thank you everybody for listening. We'll talk later. Share the show on Instagram and Twitter because remember, sharing is caring. At Tony Gallo Show.